All right. It's Joey Remini here from seekingbalance.com.au. And I'm really pleased today to introduce you to Scott. And I'd like to welcome you to the call, Scott. Thank you. Looks nice like you're here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got the best lighting possible in your car. Yeah. Yep. Uh, best place to uh, be, actually. Yeah. It's got a good signal here. Great. Yeah, it's just too cold to be outside at the moment. I think it's only six degrees. So yeah, we're just hitting winter in Australia. So it's um, yeah. I've got on my my big woolly jacket. <laughs> yeah. So today Scott is being brave and he's going to share through the healing and neuroplasticity and recovery process he has gone through over the last six months. Would it be Scott? Yeah, about six months. Yeah. Yep. And Scott came to me initially with uh, a BPPV positional vertigo <laughs> incident. And it wasn't, it was like persisting and lingering and there was this dizziness in his body that couldn't be explained. And that was triggering further anxiety, wasn't it, Scott? Yeah. Yeah, the anxiety was um, fairly acute. So it was, um, it was really hard to deal with. Yeah. So I'm just thinking, going, winding your mind back to, to where you started, do you want to just talk through a little bit what life was like for you at that point, what your, how your symptoms were impacting on you, and then we can, we'll, we'll talk through the recovery process from there? Yeah, sure. I just, um, like even just the day before that uh, when I had vertigo, the first time I had it, mm-hmm. I was feeling actually really very down. I was feeling really bad. And actually, even months before that, my every Sunday night, it's like I hit a brick wall because I, mm-hmm. I hated my job and I wasn't listening to my body's needs. Mm-hmm. Um, the body was screaming at me to do something, to meditate or to do yoga or anything, but I wasn't listening. And every Sunday night, it would be like that, just hit a brick wall. And mm-hmm. the day before the vertigo, yeah, I was in a park. I was actually even talking to myself out loud. I was, the mind, there's just too much stuff going on in the mind. It was it's like I hit a brick wall every day. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that morning when I woke up about four o'clock in the morning and the room started spinning, um, mm-hmm. I felt, yeah, it was, it was quite scary and it happened again a couple of minutes later. Then I just woke up my girlfriend and, um, yeah, just told her what was going on and it was spinning again. Then I was moving, I just moved too quickly one side to one mm-hmm. side and it's, I was spinning for about 10, 15 seconds. Mm-hmm. then it stopped and straight away I knew what it was mm-hmm. but to my credit I knew what it was and I knew I guess intuitively just to keep very still and I was in bed for the whole day and I was deep relaxing for the whole day straight away I changed my diet and but the problem was I was trying to be my own I, I was trying to be my own healer I, I really didn't know what I was doing and getting onto Dr YouTube and looking at um, exercises with Vertigo and yeah, I was just going through a lot of intense anxiety at the time and I, I just really needed someone else's help. So, um, how long until you spoke to a GP or a physiotherapist or someone who could talk you through the benign paroxysmal positional vertigo? I, I first, first week I went to an acupuncturist and an naturopath and he was a doctor in India mm-hmm. and, um, he just gave me acupuncture and a load of, um, you know, pills and gave me a diet to change. Mm-hmm. But I didn't see a GP until about three weeks later mm-hmm. um, and they gave me a, a blood pressure monitor and I told mm-hmm. them I had vertigo, mm-hmm. but I didn't have it for, I said I'd my, there was no, been no spinning for two weeks. Mm-hmm. But um, the doctor was kind of, um, he's a bit out there. He didn't really listen. Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay, because he hasn't said anything, then there's no problem. So I 
I just moved up to Myrtleford from Melbourne and, um, yeah, I was getting through the days okay and I was looking after myself but there's still that not quite right feeling all the time and that's yeah. when I found um, Seeking Balance on the internet, just um, looking yeah. at someone, a specialist of some sort. Because yep. sometimes I knew that doctors weren't that no some doctors aren't that knowledgeable on vertigo, some are, and I just wanted to find someone with hmm. good qualifications. So I, I saw Seeking Balance and that's when I got in contact with you. So with benign paroxysmal positional vertigo, for those of you listening, I've actually had it twice. It's incredibly common. And it's when the calcium particles that live in the inner ears get dislodged and they start floating around and swimming around what you could consider like adjacent bedrooms of the inner ear so they they're in the right organ they're in the inner ear and they belong there but they're swimming around the wrong parts and what happens is when we're bending over or looking up or rolling in bed as scott said you can get 10 to 15 seconds of a quite significant flurry of spinning in the eyes called nystagmus so it's brief it's positional and it's treatable. So we, when we identify which ear it is and which canal it's in, we can very gently reposition those crystals. Now, did you have a repositioning treatment or did yours naturally go back to where they belong, do you think, Scott? I, can't I, I went onto YouTube and I saw a doctor who mm -hmm. um, cured her vertigo from mm -hmm. a, she did some sort of position, similar to the one that you're teaching or showing, um, but it was a little different, but I was doing that. Mm -hmm. and perhaps that put the, um, the yeah. particles in the, in the right place. Yep. But the, my problem was I was doing it every day, which I didn't need to. Yeah. So and um, mm -hmm. doing different ones as well, which probably treated different canals. So Exactly. So you've got five bedrooms in the inner ears, and generally speaking, one canal will be affected. So for those of you listening, it is quite important that you don't overdo it. And while it's great we have access to Google and all of these resources, if you don't know specifically which ear you're treating or which canal, you can end up flopping and flipping the head and the brain and the ears in all sorts of directions and actually confusing the crystals, the calcium crystals. So I want you to go back to that time. I remember you were talking with me and there was dizziness in your body and I think straight up we said we need to figure out if you still have BPPV or if it's resolved. And I want you to talk through to the listeners, how did you go about actually overcoming the BPPV piece, which yep. was like kind of step number one? That's right. So um, step number one on the um, the module, it was about um, you're showing that was it the hall pike test mm -hmm. where you're, um, you do some different positions like you fall back a little quickly to the, the side of your, you know, the side of your head on a pillow and, um, and you look for spinning. Mm -hmm. And so I tried both ears mm -hmm. and there was no spinning on either side, the left side or the right side. Mm -hmm. And there was another um, position. The, like, the roll test, which is so yeah. the first one's looking at the posterior canal and you rule yeah. out that and you check that it's normal. That's and right. The horizontal canal, which is the roll test. And you did, yeah. so you did all four tests. It did all four tests and I passed. I passed, so there was nothing, um, yeah, there's no spinning there. Yeah. So straight away, that was a relief just um, to know that, it, you know, the crystals are in the right part of the, um, in the ears and. You didn't have to felt, keep doing all of those flops and flips every day. Exactly. And um, yeah, that kind of gave me a bit more of a peace of mind. And mm -hmm. there's just confidence that built from that straight away. If, if, if there was spinning then I would have had the tools to know how to deal with it and how to put the, um, the particles back in the right place in the, in the ear. So there, there was just all those tools there. 
that would help me. So even if there was spinning, I, I knew that I was confident enough that I could do this on my own. And there was all the right information, you know, um, to help me. And, and of course, you know, the online support as well. So, so I'm just curious. So once, so first step was like, all right, we need to know where are the particles in the ears, which canal, you know, is it there or not? Yeah. And so once we realized, okay, the BPBV has actually been sorted and a to be honest, for some people, the crystals and the calcium particles will naturally just roll back to where they belong with no treatment. So it's just yeah. they find their way home, essentially. Yeah. So not everybody needs treatments. But what can happen is the anxiety can linger. Yeah. And we can also get other forms of persistent dizziness that are kind of triggered by the BPPV. Yeah. And we need to then reset and realign the inner ear balance system through the pathways, the, the, there's so many pathways traveling through the brain. And so do you want to talk a little bit about your experience of post BPPV and then having to sort of start from scratch and reset your balance? Oh, that's right. Um, so after I did uh, the, the whole pike test and I started doing the exercises that you were showing, um, mm -hmm. just having standing there with your eyes closed and, and keeping as still as possible and having your right foot in front of your left foot. Mm-hmm. And that, that just gave me some really challenging exercises. And, you know, that was just naturally testing my balance in there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that, um, but it's also um, the first meeting with you, just, just dealing with um, uncomfortable feelings and uncomfortable symptoms. Like the emotional just, stuff. The you emotional mean? stuff. It's learning to feel comfortable about the things that don't feel um, not quite right. Mm -hmm. So... So it's really about um, allowing the dizziness to talk to me, not yeah. to try and push it away. So when that dizziness was there, just learning to go in and scan the body and just being aware of where the dizziness is and just letting it be there. Mm -hmm. It was almost like, um, it's just teaching me, it's, it's almost like this vertigo is teaching me a value, really valuable lesson. It's just to um, constantly check in with your body mm -hmm. because I wasn't listening to myself for quite some time. Would you say that you didn't know how to listen though? It's not that you didn't want to, but more, you know, life gets really go, go, bang, bang, push, push. And it can, time can run away with us. And it's not yeah. that we're ignoring ourselves or that we don't want to listen. It's more, we've never been taught and we don't know how. And suddenly we're given all of these tools to access. Yeah. I think, um, I think it was a bit of both because, um, there's there was a part of that I, I knew there was something deep down um, that was wanting to come up, but I was actually not wanting to listen to it because it was quite oh. intense. Yeah. But also, there was part of me that really didn't know how as well. Mm. And um, just after the first time that I spoken to you, and we you know went through the body scan, and, and I was telling you about some uncomfortable feelings in the the back of the neck and around the head, and the spinning in the legs. Mm-hmm. And just able to just sit there and acknowledge it and give it space and um, really and really allow it to be there. I just found um, after that, even though it was still there in the background, it didn't really have any power over me anymore. It just started um, dissipating really, really quickly. Did you, and, did you notice any of those symptoms resolved entirely with time? Uh, with absolutely. Practice? The yeah. spinning um, has actually gone mm -hmm. um, in the legs and the spinning in the body is gone. Yep. So you've kind of, you've recentered back to. Absolutely. Normal. Absolutely recentered. And How I can do a lot of things that I never, never thought I was able to do again. Um, you know, I've, I now do the, uh, when I do yoga now, it's all with my eyes closed. Um, mm -hmm. I can, it's also the anxiety, um, the social anxiety that I had was extreme. I couldn't go into a supermarket 
um, without nearly having a panic attack. I mm-hmm. couldn't go out and see friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't go into a shop. So it's also that it's the confidence of um, going back into the general public. And, uh, you know, even last night I was out with friends at a pub and it's just mm-hmm. not a worry. It's like it never happened. That's, that's a strange thing. And you're back at full-time work and planning a, a holiday on your own, a solo travel trip. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, before, yeah, before I, I saw you, I, I, I didn't think there was really going to, I thought it was just going to be a long haul. I thought this was going to take years to get over. Mm. But within a few months, things changed yeah. rapidly. Um, even after the, the second time I saw, um, spoke to you, things changed really quickly. It's interesting, isn't it? Because neuroplasticity is so enigmatic. I mean, we're all experiencing neurons communicating and changing and shifting in some way every day. And we're either conscious of it and we're consciously cultivating those neural pathways that we want or we're not conscious of it and we're just sort of pushing through life and go, go, go. And and to a certain extent, um, unhelpful neural pathways can be strengthening and developing. So it's interesting that once we put our mind to it and there's that mind body emotional spiritual intersect i mean this stuff can happen quite quickly can't it scott yeah absolutely absolutely i just um i was even just thinking like last night um because i've been getting really tired and i think that can just bring on symptoms as well yeah absolutely but last night i was actually feeling a little dizzy in the head but mm-hmm. instead of reacting to it and panicking i was actually this time more fascinated mm. So right. I was actually being aware of, you know, you know, where, where it was and what it was doing. And then there was a whole lot of thinking that was coming up and there was some sort of connection to, you know, um, perhaps things that I haven't been dealing with or, but I was able to just go in and scan the whole body and, and scan the parts that was feeling nice and scanning the parts that wasn't feeling so nice. And it just passed really quickly. Yeah. And you know, you're back, you're back to you, you're back to normal after say half an hour. But yeah. It just teaches you not to not to panic because it's okay. It's just body's trying to talk to you and tell mm. you something. Yeah, it's really interesting. I hear that a lot with clients. So things that may have lasted two days, three days, or mm. even two months, three months. Yeah. Now when it's coming, it's like it can come and go and resolve incredibly quickly. And sometimes exactly. it's seconds, sometimes it's minutes. Yeah. Sometimes it's hours. But even if you were to have, let's say, on, on an extreme one bad day where you have to have a, a complete day of rest. One bad day is better than one bad year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh God, yeah, absolutely. So the body is imperfect and it does make errors and that's where dizziness and tinnitus come into it is these are kind of error signals that the body's not not processing effectively and we need to retrain the brain and reset it so that it can go back to what is perceived as normal. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and so I'm just curious, if you were wanting to send a message out there to anyone listening and perhaps they've had some type of vertigo, whether it be positional vertigo or the persistent postural perceptual dizziness, which is more like the dizziness in your legs you were describing and the yeah. dizziness in your body that was probably more anxiety-related than anything. Yeah, definitely. Um, if, you were, if you were talking to anyone out there who's feeling a bit lost and dead-ended and they're like, yeah, right, I can't heal, it's not possible... Um, you know, the doctors have told me there's nothing I can do. Mm. What sort of really practical information would you like to pass on to them, like having experienced it yourself? Yeah, just um, to understand that actually you can heal. There's no such thing as you can't heal. You can. Um, for me, really, just what, with what I went through, it's about just being really patient with yourself mm. and not judging what's happening. It's really important not to judge it. and um, 
just on days when you're feeling not quite right, just do yourself a favor and just go somewhere quiet. I, I just lay down um, mm. flat and I just, I just, I just relaxing every part of the body and just any part of the body that doesn't feel right. Just give it the space to be there. It's perfectly okay. Cause the thing is everything just passes and mm. nothing, nothing, you know, things don't, things don't stay there forever. And it's really just learning something for me. It's just knowing that the body's been trying to talk to me. Mm. And when I'm not listening, the, the body just keeps um, becoming more and more intense. It just yeah, it louder just, and yeah, louder and louder. And just for people, just not to panic. It just understand this. This is something. Everything happens for a reason. And for me, the reason why I felt I got the um, the vertigo is I um, for starters, I wasn't listening to myself. I let too many things build up. I was my, trying to micromanage everything. I was mm-hmm. trying to control everything. Um, and I just think there was a time, there was just a build-up where that's it. I just hit a brick wall every yeah. every day. And just to say to people, just to be very, very gentle with yourself. And I think and I, think I just want to back that up. Um, thanks, Scott. We're saying if you're not sure how to not panic yet, because learning to not panic is a skill in and of itself. Exactly, yeah, true. Give yourself time to learn those skills and to learn to listen to your body and to open up and to pause. Because often if we can pause and stop and give our body presence, we save ourselves so much time and money because you get through it a lot more quickly. Exactly. So it's the kind of the irony of when we slow down, we can heal more quickly. Exactly. And, and pushing and rushing and having deadlines and expectations really doesn't help at all with neuroplasticity. Yeah. And the second piece is, you know, this st- neuroplasticity takes consistency. If we become complacent, and I'm sure you're aware of this yourself, Scott. Oh, definitely. If we fall back into those old habits of not listening to our body and not honoring our creativity or our desires or our values or what really is important to us, things can come back again. Yeah, definitely. So, so we and have they to... kind of have at times where I felt they have come back mm-hmm. because I haven't really, um, I haven't really given my um, the space to check in with myself. There's times there would have been too busy and I've put up with um, very rude customers or aggressive customers, you know, mm. or guests that are staying here where I'm working. Mm-hmm. Times when I haven't checked in, I've just kept going and going. Then all of a sudden there's a bang. It just says, I'm here again. Can you? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, it's important that I check in with myself every day. So I'll do a 10 minute body scan at my lunch break. Great. Um, a 10 minute body scan in the morning then a 10, you know, maybe half an hour body scan in the evening. So it's, um, I think the, um, such a powerful tool is the body scanning. Mm-hmm. I think it is, I, I mean, that's, that's really a tool that Buddha originally taught was, um, you know, the Vipassana meditation, the body yeah. scanning. Yeah, absolutely. Unbelievably powerful. Mm-hmm. And, and, and he always say, don't give any preference to any feeling. You've got to treat each feeling and give it the full respect, so not just the good in. ones, but the, the negative ones. You've got mm-hmm. to, um because they both have the same char- characteristic of rising and um, passing away. Mm-hmm. So they're just like clouds in the sky. They just keep coming and going. So, mm. and that, that's what gives, that's what makes me feel good. Um, even if something feels uncomfortable, there's just that feeling of peace, uh, um, peace um, within any way, even if it's there, mm. it just keeps rising and falling. It's just, it's almost like it doesn't even belong to me. It's just, it's out there now. It's, I can relate so, to that too. Yeah. But for those of you listening who have no idea and you've never tried yoga or meditation, I don't want you to think that the Rocksteady program or the things that um, are required for neuroplasticity involve 
strictly yoga meditation. It's mm. not quite true. However, the philosophies and the practices of yoga and meditation can certainly be helpful. And um, Scott's already had an interest in yoga before meeting me. So that became like a little bit of an integrated part of Scott's recovery program. And if you want to try a body scan exercise, is available as a free audio in the, in the starter kit. So if you go to seekingbalance.com.au, you can access a lot of supportive resources to help you get started with understanding neuroplasticity and little gentle, simple exercises that Scott's been mentioning, such as standing with your eyes closed, resetting the vestibular reflexes and trying a body scan. So that is certainly a great starting point if you're a little hesitant. But um, the physical, mental, emotional, spiritual aspects of recovery, Scott, what's the bloke's perspective on this? Um, physical, <laughs> yeah, that's, a, yeah, that's kind of a hard one for me to answer in a way, but physically, um, I don't know, I guess it all joins like... Mm-hmm when I start being kinder to myself, this is, this is just mentally when I'm, you know, I'm just allowing thoughts to be there or when I'm just, just practice more kindness for myself and my diet changes along with that, I feel. Mm -hmm. And so physically and mentally when I'm having a really good diet, um, developing more healthy thoughts and, and, and not allowing anything to bother me. Um, I feel that's kind of integrates with each other and, and also, on, I guess on a spiritual level, for me, spiritual on on a spiritual level, to me is um, some. It's very simple to me. Spirituality is just awareness, mm-hmm. just being awareness of your um of your body. Um, but it's also without without judging. Such a key uh, element, isn't it? Yeah, like yeah. the foundational um, aspects of of everything. If we if we aren't aware of it, we can't do anything about it. So that's yeah. Okay. So that bodily awareness to me is the most important thing. And I think everything else actually starts forming around that mm-hmm. with, um, you know, a, a, a change in your attitude and a change in your diet. If, if I'm, if I'm aware of something negative in my body, mm-hmm. um, if I used to, I used to blindly react to all these negative feelings and what would happen was I'd go straight to the fridge and eat a chocolate bar mm. or I'd go straight to the fridge and have a glass of beer. Yeah. And that would suppress that feeling. That was when I was being really reactive. Yeah. But um yeah, when that when I feel that that's talking to me or it's more of a lesson of what it's trying to tell me, whether mm. frustration tells me to get out and do something or um start or, becoming a bit more creative or or emotionally, what am I what am I needing at this point in time? Exactly. And how can I give it to myself in a way that's really conscious and really thoughtful? Absolutely. Those knee jerk reactions of snapping or yeah. being reactive or gravitating to the fridge because yeah. we all do that everybody listening will have some type of knee-jerk reaction oh and i still do yeah, yeah. i'm not i'm not perfect but um like the thing is i was a massive sugar addict before mm. um, vertigo as well and that's got that's i still have i don't worry i still have my chocolate and sugar but it's nowhere near as much i used to be so reactive i could eat a you know a, a whole box of biscuits chocolate biscuits in the morning for breakfast that's how reactive i used to be well done so, that's a really um, big change yeah so i think if you can be aware, have that body awareness without judgment 
mm-hmm. I think everything else falls in place around it. Um, your mental side and your physical side. So great. But that's just that's just for me. That's how I see it. So just to wrap up the chat, and it's been really insightful to hear your stories because it's so many people experience social anxiety and the anxiety dizziness in the body. BPPV is hugely common. Yeah. Um, how did you find the digital support? So actually treating the BPPV using a video kit and following the modules in Rocksteady and learning all the various vestibular exercises and rehabilitation tools and emotional support and you know thoughts and habits and awareness building via essentially via computer how did you find that form of therapy for yourself well it's brilliant at first to be honest i was a little bit skeptical that i could actually get results from a computer because mm-hmm. i'm always thought you know being in someone's presence is more healing but you know what it completely blew that out of the water because i'm um, chatting to you and I can see you and talk to you. It feels like you're actually really there with me, which you are anyway, really. <laughs> and I got a, I got a, a huge amount out of it. I mean, I, everything changed so quickly. The, um, all the information and all the exercises on each module, I found really exciting mm-hmm. because each module you're learning something new. Mm-hmm. There was a completely different exercise, mm-hmm. um, a completely different, you know, when we have our you know, well, counselling, medit- you know, uh, mindfulness sessions with each other. The therapy. I'd learn yeah. something new and would go off to a, a different path in my within myself or um, something deep would come up and that would be moved on really quickly. Mm. And, um, yeah, each module was just a, a new learning thing for me, like the um, the audio talks and then the body scan then and, you know, learning to tap and, mm-hmm. and the writing. And so there's, there's so many things to learn each module. So I got... I'd probably say it's the best course I've ever done. And I've done a lot of courses, but this one I got the most out of. I just really, really enjoyed it. And it's a tool for life, actually, because um, these are things that I'll never stop practicing on a daily basis now. So it has changed my life. Mm, uh, well done. Better, and really quickly, too. So, yeah, I think it's, I think it's fantastic. Well, it's a real credit to you, Scott, and it's beautiful to watch your progress and see you develop. And um, it's... I love it when I can see clients who are not really sure what they're doing employment wise, which I think was where you were at when we first met. Yeah. And um, I supported you to, to sort of take on this new role and you've just absolutely gone with it, which has been amazing. So yeah, it's incredible to see the development and I really feel like I don't do anything at all. It's all about what really you showing up and, and choosing your exercises and backing yourself. And if you have questions, you ask. Yeah, that's right. And it's Yeah, so full credit to you. You can be super proud of yourself. And any closing yeah. words, Scott, for anyone who might be listening? And I'm sure there's a few guys out there who are enjoying hearing it from a man's perspective too. Yeah. No, just to um, – I just encourage people just to um, just learn to um, check in with yourself a, a lot more often um, mm. and, and, and try and develop that um, awareness, that bodily awareness and – Mm. And just know and understand that um, nothing, nothing will last forever. Anything negative or anything that doesn't feel quite right, it won't last forever. It will always, it's always going to pass. So hard to believe that at the time, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But it's it, really hard to believe, but it's really true. And just to be, yeah. to be kind with yourself and to be patient with yourself and just know that if you're going to do a course like this, just be prepared to do the work because you've got to do the work. You've mm. got to practice. You've got to have confidence. And, and know that um, if there's times there where things feel unsteady, it's for a good reason. 
mm. because that's, that's just building you up to something bigger. And, that's true. Um, but just be prepared. You've got to do the work. Would you say 15 minutes a day has been enough? 15 minutes a day has been more than enough for me. Yeah. With the, with the exercises, um, I was doing 15 minutes a day, but I still think just laying down and doing the body scanning or the yoga nidra, I sometimes call it. Um, the sleep is, skills. The sleep yeah. skills is vitally important. Um, yeah. Body scanning and, and deep relaxation, bringing mm-hmm. relaxation into your body yep. is a really, really powerful tool. Yep, getting um, the that's, healing that, happen. That, that's what it's done for me. It's the body scanning really and, and the exercises and the, yeah, and the deep relax, bringing relaxation into your body. Um, well done. The must. Yeah. Well, Scott, overcoming social anxiety as well as the vertigo and the dizziness and everything else, it's you're an inspiration to so many people. So thank you for your time. And Pleasure. I look forward to hearing all the exciting things that you get up to now that you've got your life back. So please stay uh, in touch. We'll do indeed. And enjoy thanks, your John. solo solo um, hiking trips that you're um, about to head off on. Uh, looking forward to it. Thanks very much. Great. So if you're after any resources to support yourself through your healing for vertigo or tinnitus, any form of dizziness, please visit seekingbalance.com.au. All the best and bye for now. Thank you.